0: This is the Two Marketeers Podcast, where hosts and marketing experts Sean Patrick and Lindsay Waugh seek to uncover what makes brands so powerful and how they impact modern society and culture. Two Marketeers, they've got a podcast, the Two Marketeers Podcast. Hello hello back to hey, english. sean hey Lindsay.
1: did you say speak english
0: i said back to english
1: oh take it easy take yeah, it take it
0: easy take take it it sean thank you Lindsay. how are you today
1: i'm great
0: i love how we're wearing I'm... our strategy Lindsay called it strategy black but i'm like this is <laughs> that's creatives you know get your own no
1: gear. no it's not you go into big agencies you're like i'm gonna at a big agency (laughs) Mm. and it's like mm. and you're like i'm gonna have a strategy job in a big agency and then you walk in and you're like i'm wearing burnt orange burnt sienna (laughs) and then you look around and you're like like, everyone's wearing black okay i always wear black now all i wear is black
0: yeah i I think that's agency
1: that's what i said big agency
0: yeah because it makes you look
1: smarter and then you get the glasses, and then you have a job. You want to be taken seriously? You wear black.
0: I've never wanted to be taken seriously. And I've succeeded. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay, this is your episode. Don't it's mess both it up. Of
1: our, I don't like the your episode, my episode, okay? <laughs> it's both of our episodes. Don't put your I don't want to take responsibility garbage on me, Okay.
0: Okay. So, Lindsay, tell the people what we are talking about today.
1: Well, the people, we are talking about brand equity versus brand value, what those two things are, what the difference is between them, um, as a brand, how to create them, but also, most importantly, the human experience around brand equity. So, what consumers are feeling, what people are thinking, how that psychology plays into building brand equity.
0: It's all about humans. Love it.
1: Still, right?
0: Funny how we make that work.
1: We're very on strategy today, which is surprising. But before, Sean, before we get into this episode, we should talk about our last episode quickly for people who did not tune into What Are You Worth? which is all around valuing yourself as a freelancer um, and market-based pricing and hourly rates and things like that. And Sean, we've been getting a lot of chatter around this topic.
0: Yeah, even on TikTok. I'm just saying, I got my first TikTok comment.
1: Even, uh, was it me?
0: No, I never get, sorry. I got my second, (laughs) I got my second TikTok comment.
1: Who else commented?
0: I don't know someone I don't know. But anyways, yeah, it's exciting because you posted a couple of provocative, provocative, provocative things.
1: <laughs> I provoked it, people, <laughs> but I did not. I'm so jealous of you right now because I've not gotten any comments from strangers, which typically I don't welcome. But now we <laughs> have a little bit of FOMO.
0: It's, it's that social media for you. Yeah.
1: Oh, my goodness. Well, that's the cool... Okay, so we are also going to do an um, episode on starting our TikTok, like how you do that and what goes on on TikTok yeah. and how you figure out content really to create. Time. What?
0: I'm going to need more time.
1: Yeah, but... That's the cool thing about TikTok is that it still feels very organic, you know? Like it's more casual, you can jump on trends, but you can also just state your point of view and people are actually just organically finding you there. And I don't feel that that happens on a lot of other social platforms these days. Like it still has that organic feeling to it.
0: I am dipping my TikTok toe into the waters. Oh my (laughs) God, that's so good.
1: Okay, so if this is a game and we had a scoreboard, it's Sean won in the stranger comment department, and me, nothing. that's what you asked for, Lindsay. No more stranger danger.
0: Okay, you ready? Let's dive in. Let's
1: do it. Let's dive
0: in. Let's talk about the human experience. Let's talk about how brands influence and can influence that human experience, probably now more than ever. And uh, Mm -hmm. Lindsay, expert Lindsay. Over to you, brand equity and brand value.
1: Yeah, we, so we talk about this a lot with our clients, the projects that we've worked together on about brand value versus brand equity. I think those two terms are uh, used in the same way a lot of the time.
0: You mean like interchangeably, like they're the same thing?
1: Yeah, so, and I think a lot of people are like, oh, it's brand value, it's brand equity. They're actually two very completely different things. And brand equity is something that has only started to be talked about over the last, like, 30 years. Like, it's not something that's gone back to the history of advertising okay. um, and marketing and brands. So this notion of brand equity and what that means, especially in the times of digital in the times of social media and the times of connecting more with consumers, I think is really really critical. So that's why we're bringing forward this topic today, is to let's get some clarity on what brand value is, what brand equity is, and how you create or assess the value of those things for your brand.
0: Awesome. Yeah. (laughs) When you raised this one, I I honestly was like, great, over to you. But in the last week, when I really had to think about it, it was like, you know what? I'm I'm. One of those people who I don't think I consciously knew the difference until I thought about it. to say, okay, well, what is, mm-hmm. aren't they the same thing? And they're not. Um, and in my opinion, what I think from my pondering this week is that brand equity is absolutely about the human experience.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which is so funny because... I feel like you're almost more of a brand advocate of building brand equity than I even am. So I, although this is a topic where I'm like, we should talk about this. I feel like this is something that you're very passionate about. And even though we haven't gone into the technical differences or definitions before, uh, I think you have a lot to contribute to this conversation around brand equity and like what that means. How do you do that? Mm-hmm. I think brand value is more of a business term and brand equity is more of a strategy, long-term brand building type of term because marketing and advertising activities are two huge components of how you impact things like brand equity. So just to get to the basic definition of what those two things are, brand value is the financial assessment of a brand or company so if you were to sell that company all of the components included within that company or brand is the value of that brand so there are things with regards to that brand that aren't equity related like if that brand or company owns a piece of real estate if they have trademarked intellectual property Uh, the value of their employees, like all of those different financial elements that go into building a brand or a company, if you were to sell it, is what brand value is.
0: So it's like tangible assets?
1: Well, brand equity is a part of increasing your brand's value. So brand equity would be an example of something that's not tangible. Okay. But you don't necessarily have to have brand equity to have value in your company or brand. So like if a brand is a net new brand new product and you have a trademark around that product and you have two employees who have started to sell it and you've manufactured it, like all of those elements go into what the brand value is, but you still may not have any brand equity at that point.
0: Fair to say you probably don't, (laughs) right? You probably don't, yeah. Okay.
1: So brand equity on the other side of of brand equity versus brand value is the perceived value of your brand in the minds of the people who will purchase your product or service. So it would be things like sentiment. It would be things like positive perception, is there a positive perception? Is there a negative perception? There are things associated with brand equity and building it like loyalty. How high is the loyalty of the brand? So these are some elements that are largely psychology based and around behaviors and preferences of the people who are going to buy your product or service.
0: Yeah, how do you measure those?
1: Great question. (laughs) Is very interesting because with the rise of like digital and social media, it's actually become a lot easier to impact things like brand equity and also to measure them. So measuring all of that is a different... Is a whole conversation. It's around what's your brand awareness? What's the sentiment? Is it positive or negative? Um, what's the frequency to which someone can recognize your brand easily? What's the depth of loyalty? Like those are things that you can start to measure through things like social media, as an example.
0: Fair to say you need to be a larger, mid or larger size brand, hence have enough fans or consumers, enough of a market to be able to do that, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. So you're talking like big agency stuff uh, to understand how big brands do it.
1: Mm -hmm. And even as, you know, startups and smaller businesses get going, there's things that you can start to measure and things that you can start to impact, like awareness would be a great example of that. Okay. So the thing that's really interesting about brand equity is... It's people's perception, right? So it's all psychology and perception-based, like how much someone thinks a brand is worth or how much they feel they should pay for that product in association to what that brand means or does for them.
0: How much they trust that brand.
1: Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Trust is such a good. Yeah. Cause all of those things ladder up into brand equity. It's like, why will someone pay, uh, $800,000 for, or maybe $300,000 for a Birkin bag versus a hundred dollars for another type of purse. So they say like Birkins aren't a purse, they're a Birkin. So I don't even know what that is. You don't know what a Birkin bag is?
0: No. Oh, my
1: goodness. Apparently, you never watched Sex and the City back in the day because it was first made famous in pop culture with Samantha on Sex and the City. But a Birkin bag is the highest price tag and to say highest quality handbag in the world.
0: A handbag?
1: Where people say it's not a handbag, it's a Birkin. Got it. So that's like such a great example of brand equity is like, why is someone willing to pay $300,000 for a purse versus a Tory Birch bag, which is also a nice bag and positioned as a luxury brand, but you're never going to get that price tag for a Tory Birch bag.
0: You lost me at $300,000. Just kidding. Okay. So point is, I guess that's where equity comes in building exactly okay
1: yeah exactly it's all around perceived value and so like when you think about perceived value of brands and products it goes beyond their physical elements like a cheaper cell phone can be built at the same factory as an iphone so why would you pay more for an iphone with the functionality of this okay i lost you with birkin bags we're back to apple
0: love it (laughs) Okay. <laughs> Can I answer that question? Totally. No, I'm serious. Now I get it because you're not buying yes. an iPhone. You're buying a brand that you trust that gives you access to all the other goods and services that brand offers.
1: And what that brand says about you holding that phone. So when we go back, are your your or earbuds. Or
0: the sexy little AirPod Pros I'm wearing right now.
1: Your little buds. I can't call them the thing that one of my favorite comedians calls them because that would be like so rude. But yeah, exactly. Exactly that. So it's like when you see the advertising campaign with Apple around Think Different with Einstein and all of like all of those things that this brand that you're holding now says about you because you are associating yourself with a brand that pushes people to think differently, to be different. And you don't want to be the same as everybody else.
0: And you're not even selling your product at that point. You're associating your brand with a message that subconsciously makes me think of something so much greater than a computer.
1: Yeah, exactly. So actually, it's so it's very interesting because one of my clients right now is uh, in the art space. Um, So I'm working on a strategy for them around art and around Web3 and the metaverse. So perceived value... Is obviously so prevalent in the art industry. Like, why would someone pay (laughs)
0: $59
1: million for an NFT? Yeah. You know?
0: Non fungible token.
1: Yes. So. Like why, why would someone do that? Why would anyone do that? Because it goes back to their perceived value. It goes back to their participation in the community. It goes back to what that purchase says about that person to status, to legacy, to innovation. These are the types of, of values that are now being associated with the purchaser of that NFT versus the physical value of a digital piece of art being worth $69 million.
0: Is it arguable that why brand equity is not only so important now, you better start understanding it because this thing called the metaverse is 98.97623 dependent on the equity behind your brand.
1: hmm Like why would I participate? You it's know? It's not
0: real per se.
1: Exactly. Okay. Exactly.
0: We got to do metaverse again.
1: We should do. I mean.
0: Because how do you value a brand that's on the metaverse? I hear what you're saying is to say, well, the traditional way of doing that were tangible assets and tangible assets and growth measured future value, you know, past tangible value and growth back to present measured future value where you forecasted to and hoped for. And that's a struggle now where there's this sort of potential for explosion for brands is to say, now, when you focus on something that is absolutely not a tangible asset until it is, NFP, mm-hmm. um, it totally blows the old way of doing it out of the water and puts almost brand equity as you need. And that's why I get it now. This is why luxury brands are what is all over the metaverse.
1: Mhm. because tell me why i should pay five thousand dollars for a virtual pair of gucci pants to put on my avatar in the metaverse
0: oh my god your rhetoric is lost on me a little bit. i don't know <laughs> i so you said five thousand dollars for a pair of gucci pants but anyways. yeah
1: my avatar don't care like i don't know how much they are <laughs> My avatar. But that's the whole point. So I'm going to make
0: you a sweatshirt that says, my avatar don't care.
1: I actually would want that sweatshirt. <laughs> so I think it goes back to conversations as well that we've had a lot around short-term sales and long-term brand building. Equity plays largely into long-term brand building. So some of the things that you would do to build equity, whether it's building brand love, whether it's really resonating with people, whether it's creating an advertising campaign that really creates positive sentiment for that brand or whatever the case may be. These may be things that you might not see the return of in next month's sales report, but would be something that builds over time, enabling people to choose your brand over other brands. Because they love you, because you stand for what they stand for, because your product or service says something about what that person is. And that's all what goes back to the human experience and psychology.
0: What's interesting here, the realization I just came to, thanks to you, Lindsay, is historically, there has not been a case made, a business case made around brand equity or how to invest in it, how to grow it and how to measure that or the effectiveness mm-hmm. of that. We're going through something and are about to go through something where arguably historically, and we do talk about the future of brands and marketing where we're going to look back to what happened with the metaverse and this idea of like intangible value will be become precedents for how you grow your brands in the future. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden the metaverse makes sense
1: well because these like brand equity elements become so critical uh when things like the markets are so flooded with competition with people who can easily build new products with people who are creating new services every day with a lot of the categories that we work in whether it's you know cpg goods or even real estate or cosmetics or art It's like with the amount of products and services hitting the market, you need to find different ways to be able to build loyalty, build choice and get your brand chosen over other brands. It can't just be based on how much a product is priced at. It has to be around how that product makes people feel in association with their lives.
0: She said it again. (laughs) This is where I'm like, okay, you've opened the door with Apple. But um, it's what I always talk about is it's going to be an excellent time when you realize before you decide there's a need for equity in your brand, do you have a brand or is your brand even equitable? Like it's that product brand, right? Your mm-hmm. product isn't a brand. Your product is a product it's really popular and when you have to take that value of how that product is perceived and grow your company and grow that trust into other areas it is now a brand right so if you look strategically is the difference between the brand and the product is i don't fall in love with a product a product delivers a product essentially makes me happy because it delivers what I want it to deliver and if it's really good it adds additional value like wow I had no idea it did this or this function really is like over the top and I didn't pay for it this is just added value so that's where equity building starts Mm -hmm. so it comes back to the idea of branding and brands are something you build over time and it's Mm -hmm. important to understand current value versus how strong is this brand and how do we invest in this brand brand equity is where you create value therefore why you do it is to build the brand's value in the future
1: exactly yeah and i think you know where we start with our clients like where strategy work always begins is trying to answer that question of what is our purpose? Like, what are we trying to do here? With this product, we have this, but what's the role we're trying to play in people's lives? What's the value that we bring to people outside of a phone? Like, what are the, what does that mean? It's connection to other individuals. It's all of those different elements. It's being able to capture moments of your family. Like it's all of these things. That to say, you need to start with what that purpose is, what are the things that you stand for, what are the ways in which you can resonate and connect with the people that you're trying to serve, because that's the way that you start to build Equity long term. So things like awareness go into equity as well. So I think when people start with a certain product, they're like, "Oh, people are just going to see it. They're going to be aware aware of it." You know, we're in a Birkin market
0: bag now. a Birkin, yeah, a Birkin. Okay, a Birkin.
1: Birkin, yeah. They're going to, and it's like, no, awareness isn't a given when you start a business or when you start a product, right? So building right. awareness, just one frequency piece. of how people like how often they see a brand. And how that brand um, imprints on them and then how that brand is chosen over time. Like all of those different elements go into equity and it all starts with determining what your purpose is, what your values are, what you're trying to do and how you're trying to connect with individuals. And that's where it really goes back to human experience.
0: Yeah. And and how you communicate or share that human experience I guess that like that's what a brand is all about right it's about how do you capture word of mouth or the spirit of word of mouth with a with a voice that you trust Mm -hmm. that it can be done in different ways
1: yeah and it's like how do you generate that positive word of mouth because it's the positive perception that increases the equity of your brand it's not just making an impression it's making a favorable impression that helps you be chosen
0: is it fair to say though like small businesses. We talked about startups. We talked about small businesses What's the value of understanding this conversation is to say, so what does this mean on a on a much smaller scale is realize that brand, brand starts from the day you start. It's, it's really about how you understand it and how you use it to your advantage. I'm not saying you can't start a company without a brand. In fact, I've had great clients who've had a very successful product and really haven't focused on the brand until it's really done well. And they can't have, they can't be head of sales, president of the company, head recruiter, HR. So it's like, that's where marketing comes in. But what's important is to understand that brand equity is a result of just doing it right, doing it fair, doing it with good intention and succeeding over time. That then says, then when you have a good product that, you know, people like your, your purpose is to, is to, build this product so that it can affect people's lives and make things better Mm -hmm. stated or unstated. And then as it grows, and you really have to say, wow, we need to build something that doesn't completely depend on this product because the market, you know, what happens if a competitor comes or what happens if this happens in the world and this is no longer valuable. Mm -hmm. That's when you have to look at now I need to focus on a brand. And that's the example you gave. And in retrospect, it's the story that I say, that's when Apple did the Think Different campaign because they stepped away from what they were selling and provided the sort of, this is how we think. If you think like us, stay tuned. What was yeah. funny was the story around that was always, it was just lucky, really good creative and whatever. But it's like, it's that moment when a, a computer became a lifestyle brand.
1: Yeah. And I think like the example of the art of art and web Mm three is such a perfect example of that because you need to recognize the transition, especially how quickly things innovate. You can't be like, we're, we sell NFTs. We're an NFT company. (laughs) It's like, no, you're not. (laughs) You're not because next month it's not going to be NFT. So like, what is it that your brand Does for people outside of things that will change, like technology, like product development specifically, that you can communicate to people as to why they should be loyal to you long term. So when it goes from being NFTs to being whatever the next thing is, you'll still have this captured the value. Yes. Yeah, who are loyal to you because of what you do for them outside of specific technology, products or services. They need to be able to capture people so they can follow you through the evolution.
0: Yeah. And the basic like definition of, of brand equity, because I did do like a Wikipedia or something, but it was like, it's basically uh, like Lindsay said, it's the perception of your brand and the trust because numbers mm-hmm. are there. consumers. Humans purchase from brands they trust. And if you do that well, you do, you're you not a sales organization. You, I mean, there's an important aspect of that, but you are measuring a lot of different things. Quality of employee engagement, quality of sales, you know, margins, yeah. profit, uh, marketing, messaging, customer care, these sort of things. So I love this because these are all things that ultimately... C- contribute to that perception and I think it's so far beyond marketing we have to clarify that but marketing mm-hmm. is where you capture and understand where that value is and how do you best communicate it not only in a message on a billboard but in how your brand lives every day in the lives of the human
1: Hmm. well said well said you learned who's the teacher now you oh okay great <laughs> this is when one of my uh, one of my children would say the student becomes, becomes the, master.
0: the master this is true i love this i love this conversation i love that i had no idea where it was gonna go it's really eye-opening and i think that you know the message to say is brand equity now is the time to really focus on how you sustain how do you build that Don't even get me started. Yeah, it's the intangibles is what will keep your brand growing and sustain that growth.
1: And actually, it's a very important conversation for B2B. So anyone who's B2B... Mm. they, they say, you know, smart B2B marketers are now starting to open their eyes as to long-term brand building. And a big part of that is what role do you play in people's lives? Before it was like, how do we get people the product they need? Or a B2B, they need to sell it to someone else. So like, how do we do that quickly, effectively, efficiently cost, co- with cost savings? Mm-hmm. And now, over the next 10 years, if you're really, really smart about it, you'll recognize the value of building that brand equity as a B2B business And I'm going to stop talking about it because we could do a whole episode on that. So B2B marketers, pay attention. Pay attention to brand equity and how you do that long-term.
0: Our next episode, B2B in the metaverse. No.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. We can cram so many things. B2B activating TikTok in the metaverse through trend-worthy content.
0: (laughs) season nope. season, that's season that. six. Let's, let's <laughs> wait till that all comes together. All right, Lindsay, thank you so much for this.
1: Great topic. Thank you so much. See, I knew you'd have a lot to say on this one.
0: It's kind of a given. Until next time, Marketeers.
1: Till next time. See you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Two Marketeers podcast. New episodes launch every two weeks.
0: Find The Two Marketeers Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you like to listen. And be sure to rate and subscribe.
1: Listen on our website, thetwomarketeers.ca, or you can ask Alexa to play The Two Marketeers Podcast.
0: Want to keep in touch? Follow The Two Marketeers on LinkedIn or at Two Marketeers on TikTok. We've always got something to share.
1: This podcast is over.